Welcome to Stabbing Time, where your host will rate gore and gore. Come get stabby with us. Everybody, welcome. Stabby time is back. We took a month off. We took a month off for Pride. That's my excuse. I'm gay and I wanted a month off. That's my excuse. <laughs> but we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back this month. Uh, I got back from Fan Expo. That was fun. It was my first experience doing press for them. Uh, and they did. They didn't have a lot of horror stuff. Like, I wish they had more, like, horror guests there, but they did have, yeah. like, a lot of, like, um, like, we're, I have, we're going to do an interview. Well, we have an interview with the Windy City Ghostbusters uh, after our two reviews. We're doing Black Phone and then the, well, we're doing the revealer first, and then we're going to do Black Phone. But we have an interview with the Windy City Chicago uh ghostbusters so they have cosplay like this is like a step up from cosplay because i was looking at one of their proton packs and this girl was telling me like they plugged in a vaporizer like a smoking vaporizer uh -huh. into their proton pack and then it smokes that way like smoke comes out of it like and they even have six, they have six cars within the group and it's all like Ghostbuster themed or like, you know, done up like a, a prop. It's it's crazy. They had a dancing uh, toaster, but I didn't realize that I knew the guy that I was talking to the whole time. Like my mind was so frazzled, I didn't even realize or recognize the name. Uh, and when I got there. I was like not even I'm still not paying attention. I'm like going in like a chicken with its head cut off. And I was like, I'm looking for Bob. They're like, oh, here's Bob. And then Bob goes, hey, I'm a big fan. I'm like, ah, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I goes, don't believe you. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> but yeah, he actually listens to our show. Um, hi, our only listener. No, I'm joking. We do have a lot of listeners, but <laughs> I was like, no shit. And then he goes, I go, wait a minute. I fucking know you. He has a podcast called Bob After Dark, and he does that full time and he does the Ghostbuster thing full time. Like, that's his job to be a podcaster, a horthy podcaster and a Ghostbuster. Like. I could only dream of having that as like my career full time. I would definitely want to be a Ghostbuster. I made a proton pack once and it was like last minute and I did it out of cardboard, but I think it was pretty good. I had like a laser pointer coming out of it. So it kind of like looked like a beam, just a very, I mean, it was a bunch of drunk people, so they didn't give a shit. If it had a light on it, they were interested. They were like, Ooh, wow. But, uh, I'm, we're going to have a interview. I don't know when though, with, uh, the popcorn psychology people where they, do psychology topics off of the movies that they watch. So I had a few good like horror movie ones. I had to really like think of those though. 
like the other questions I was like easy peasy, but this one was like, ah, oh, fuck. I have to like, I don't know, I guess think back into psychology 101. What kind of questions would I ask? But I think <laughs> I did. I did. I think I did well. But we're rescheduling because I had to uh, leave because Chewie decided to yeet himself down my parents' stairs and uh, hurt his hip. But uh, Frank and Weenie's still alive and up and walking, so good for him. <laughs> I was like, you're at every fucking convention. This fucking dog does this. Like the last convention I did, he kept shaking his head until he like busted a blood vessel and he had this lump in his ear and he had to get it drained. I was like, oh, my God. I'm just waiting for a C2E2 and then what? He's going to just be like, oh, mom, I'm just going to jump out the fucking roof. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Fan Expo was fun. I didn't do cosplay for it, though. Um, I went by myself and I was just wanted to be there for work because it's a lot to take in. It's like a lot of nerd stuff. And plus, I had to stop myself from wanting to buy stuff. I'm trying to think if I got any good horror cosplay that I saw there. There was one guy on stilts. I'm deathly afraid of people on stilts and clowns. That's like my why stilts. I don't know. I you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm five, too. So I'm afraid of everybody. But like, (laughs) I think honestly, because I remember this memory just is very clear. I went to a circus as a child and they had these Uh clowns on the tallest, like just stilts to a point where I think I was like on the second floor and that's like where they were walking and it freaked me out. It was like a clown on stilts just triggered something on me. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's too creepy. So now anytime I see someone on stilts, it creeps me out. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe it's behind my mind. I think that's that's their real legs. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. It's a lizard person. I mean, I'm scared of clowns only if they have makeup, though. Not like a mask on, because that's obviously fake. But I mean, not like clowns are not real. You know what I mean? Like makeup. It's the makeup that scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, I can't do that. But (laughs) so, yeah, we're going to play the Windy City Chicago review uh, review. God, the interview after these two reviews. But We're going to start with the revealer. Um... I liked it for what it was. I didn't expect like, you know, anything crazy. Uh, Fun fact, though, the actress in this actually lives in Chicago and uh, we have mutual friends on Facebook. (laughs) That is pretty cool. Yeah, I was like one of of the two actresses. uh, It it was uh, Shaina. Wait, no. As did, oh, wait, no, this is the Caitlin. God, that girl is changed. She's got a different haircut. OK, um, her real name is. Yeah. Shauna, Shauna, I'm fucking up this name. Well, I have no Struten. idea. Struten. Well, <laughs> I asked her for an interview and if she hears this. She's definitely not going to do it after what I just did to her name. But uh, she plays Sally Mewburn. She plays like the nerdy girl. Um, mm-hmm. The video game I play, VHS, the nerdy yeah. girl in that video game is exactly the way she looks. It's like identical. I'll post it's it on our Patreon page to show everyone. And it's like I mean, identical. It's a, yeah, it's a very generic 
eighties Bible thumper yeah. look. Yeah, that's I. I mean, so I'll give. I guess I'll give the basis of uh, the whole thing is the movie's about a girl whose name is Angie who works at a peep show sex store. Um, it's kind of like the Madonna video with like the little boy watching her stripping. And now that I say it out loud, it's very creepy, but eighties. <laughs> uh, so like there's a porn shop that in the back, there's like these glass rooms and, uh, Angie is a Bible thumper in the beginning of the movie. She's outside protesting, you know, you're a whore you're selling sex. Mm-hmm. And they both work together because it's like the end of the world. Um, so basically it starts out with like the protesters out front. You got Angie who's trying to get into work. It's very eighties. The porn yeah. shop is very eighties also that it kind of also has a very like dirty eighties move, like video store vibe to it, even though it is a porn mm-hmm. video store, but also with sex toys. Uh, and then her and, of course, the owner has got the reg. I I feel like it's the normal sex store movie talk. Like the owner is yeah. going to be some gross perv that wants to like, you know, bang his employees and they're both friends, but she's like the slacker. And then she goes into her booth and she starts uh, having like. I, there was like a montage. Like, <laughs> did you notice that? There was like yeah, a always is in the eighties movies with the eighties <laughs> music playing in the background, all slow mo. Yeah. Like, and the way she was dancing was like, I don't know. They were doing like uh it was almost like, oh god, like interpretive dancing. Cause it was like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm angry, because ah, it's a horror movie. I'm gonna make this scary but sexy. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but these guys are paying for it. I'm just going to watch it. Uh, But like she's in the booth. I'm trying to think. So she's in the booth and she gets locked in because, of course, this is like a rinky dink fucking sex shop. And this is like when the end of the world happens. I forget what happens to trigger this. She gets locked up. Yeah, it's just it's just a demon for uh, Osmodeus, the god of lust. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like a peep show. (laughs) He's just coming to destroy the world because everyone's just dirty Mm -hmm. and degenerate and all this. And then, yeah. Yeah, we're gross. We're just just gross humans. That's pretty much sums it up. (laughs) (laughs) And she's stuck in this box and like she can see like her, the owner of the company, the owner of the company, the owner of the peep shop is coming by the glass. He's bloodied up and... He's getting fucking eating or murdered. I thought it was going to be like zombies, but then I was way off, which I thought was interesting. But like the nerdy girl that just got done, like shaming the other one gets stuck in the well, she's not stuck. She's hiding in the booth next to her. So now they're both in the glass, like dancing booths. And they're talking because she's like, I'm stuck here. And they're having like one on ones because they both kind of hate each other. And the God Thumper is like, you know, you're a sinner. I told you this was going to happen. I told you God was going to punish all of you. And I'm going to be going to heaven. She's like, fuck you. They hear kids in the middle of the the shop. There's like a lot going on. I was super confused because then you hear the devil guy. And they're having a one-on-one, and I'm still not sure what's happening. 
Uh, she tries to get the girl out of the booth and they have to go through the wall. The Bible girl ends up having to kill the owner of the sex shop because he's like a demon. I'm guessing that's yeah. what they were going for. Yeah, uh, he's possessed. And wait, what was trying to get them? That wasn't his dick, the, right? The demon. Wait, what? I, I <laughs> was a demon. Well, honestly, <laughs> it, it probably is in some form. Since yeah. Since it is the, the god of lust, I wouldn't really oh, put true. it past it. Yeah, because it, it was it like long is. and... You know, the phallic, it's phallic shape. Yeah, <laughs> it was or like teeth. if this. Yeah, yes, yeah. It was like the vagina teeth, but like a dick with teeth. Yeah, like the Dead them, by Daylight them. new killer, like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He, and then the the guy's a demon. She kills him off. They don't get her out of the booth because they go through that like underground tunnel to escape. And this is like when shit goes down because. uh this is when I caught on. Okay, this is actually the end of the world, and the Bible girl's telling her when everything's gonna happen, and it happens like she's telling it, like, "Oh, it, we're gonna get like a door ring, and this is what's gonna happen," and then it happens. Mm-hmm. Angie's having a heart to heart with the Bible thumper because she's like, "You're a sinner and you're a piece of shit," and Angie's like, "Well, I got my boyfriend David, who is actually her nephew," which that was weird in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. because I feel like half of that, those arguments would have been like cut off if she just would have said, David's my nephew, <laughs> but she could be like, gotta, yeah, like David, gotta, my boyfriend built the drama. Yeah. She's like, David, my boyfriend. And she's like, seriously, the world's ending. Like your boyfriend, what is he? An 18 year old, like drug addict. And she's like, it's my nephew. I take care of him. And this is like the depressing story. And. I'm really a good person. And then she's like, oh, you're right. You are. But then she goes back to telling her how she's going to go to hell. Um, Got to be consistent. Yeah. And then so they're like going through these tunnels, trying to like run from the God of lust. And it, it seems like a coming of age movie, because then the Bible thumper girl is telling Angie uh, basically her feelings saying that she's attracted to her and her thinking about her dancing in a box turns her on. And then oh. basically that's oh, yeah. Sally. Wait, wait, uh, da, 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 da. his head. Oh, Sally's the Bible thumper. I'm sorry. Sally's the Bible thumper. Angie's the stripper. Sally's telling Angie how she's attracted to her. Uh, and then she's like, that's why I'm here. Cause I'm a sinner. Uh, and of course, Angie's like, no, you're not just because you're gay doesn't mean you're a sinner. Um, Because the monsters start going after Sally and not Angie. I remember that those little like other wormy things. Uh huh. And then uh, they split and they end up together. I forgot how they did that. Or they all ended up in a circle or something like they are like in the world's best D&D dungeon. Like, this is how this all plays out. (laughs) There just happens to be like a a really like legit tunnel system Mm -hmm. under the the peep show shop. Yeah. They said it was supposed to be for, um, what was that? The, uh, the store liquor and stuff. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) They had an excuse, but I'm like, God damn. Like, I mean, how big, how many tunnels did you need? Mm -hmm. And like, if it was for like shipping out liquor, when liquor was illegal, 
wouldn't there be tunnels for like every store? And there was only like two ways. One was near the one girl's house and one was near the church. And they're all fighting about like where to go. And like yeah. in the end of it, the, the one girl goes, I found the door. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. David's going to be on the other side. And it's like you would assume the door to the church. That's, I guess, what they think. But uh, uh -huh. in the like the ending, I guess, credits, you could see that it is like a giant puzzle in hell. I mean, I'm guessing it's hell because there's a bunch yeah. of demons in the puzzle that are in the puzzle. It's like the labyrinth with uh, an 80s lesbian and an 80s stripper. <laughs> <laughs> but the demon stole her nephew, David, and now they're searching for him. So, yeah, it's kind of like David. that Poor David. I don't know where the fuck David went, but uh, <laughs> like if you had a child uh, and you knew he was home alone during this whole escapade and you could see that the adults are dying. Why would you expect that this kid that has no adult supervision is going to be like, I need to go to a church or a place of safety. And like, how is he going to be still alive? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would have been like my nephew. I'm assuming he's dead. Uh, RIP David. <laughs> I guess I, oh, every man for himself. He's on the other side. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I like the look of it. I, I enjoyed the movie just because yeah. it's just like uh, it is what it is. Mm, it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I did. That's that's what drew me to is just the aesthetic of it with like the 80s purple and pink. Literally oh, yeah. the only reason I watched it. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Oh, they did have uh, some good lines. And I typed them up, actually. <clears throat> so the favorite words. These are favorite words and lines from the movie. Uh, a coot bruise. That's when you're getting punched in your vag. Uh, dusty coot, twat. A coot bruise. A coot, a coot bruise. She, she kicked her in a cooter. <laughs> she, goes, right. got, she goes, I got a coot bruise. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Uh, dusty twat. <laughs> Gams. Uh, I use gams. Uh, we yeah, should bring that, that word that back. One. Yeah, I heard that one. I was like, oh, OK, I know what she's talking mm -hmm, about. Mm -hmm. I mean, punk as fuck. That's awesome. Uh, when well, this is over, I'm going to take her out for tacos. And she's talking yeah, I, about I, I Sally. Like that one. I did <laughs> uh, like that. I was a pretty. What did you say? I reckon your mom had a three way with a petting zoo. That's when she was talking to the demon. Mm hmm. Oh, fuck you, ass mode ass. That's what the nerdy girl said <laughs> when she was like, those are my favorite lines from this. I was like a cute bruise. Oh, my God. I wish I could use that in some sentence in some way on a daily basis. Pretty to find a way. Yeah. <laughs> you cute bruise. I don't know. You dusty twat. <laughs> I love that. I do say gams, though. People, uh always tell me that I talk like I'm from the 50s, but it is what it is. Is Gams the 50s thing? I guess. Let me see what year. When did Gams... <laughs> when did Gams come out? They're going to be like, well... Oh, the 1970s. It's a 1970s term. Okay. Okay. Well, it says now... Wait. 
No, this is why is this history of fucking board games? Wait, what? No, never mind. I don't know why it looked up. When did video games become popular? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I put games. They think I spelled games wrong. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. When did the word games? When did games come out? Uh, wow. So, hmm. The usage of the word first appeared in the 1500s. Oh, well. The use of gams meant mouth, though. But then it got switched to legs. Uh, here, word detective. There we go. Give me a year. I put like Urban Dictionary. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to. What the fuck? Uh, oh, wait, here we go. 1941. Mm -hmm. Oh, OK. 1941 in the 1930s. So, yeah, 30s and 40s. Mm -hmm. so That's like 10 years off. <laughs> I mean, so what would you rate this one? How many stabbies would you give this uh, one? A three. Three. Yeah, I, it's fine. I mean, just for the silly names um, and the lesbian is pretty cute. So I'm giving it four just based off of those stupid things. <laughs> It's the coot brews that got me and the gams. I mean, any lady that says that is like, hey, <laughs> all right. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we actually have our first like official outside commercial that you won't be hearing my voice. So get oh. excited. It's uh, a horror rapper. His name is Poltergeist. And he does raps about it and Pumpkinhead. They're really good. I love them, actually. Um, so that's the commercial we're going to be playing. After that, we're going to be talking about Blackphone. And then we're going to say our goodbyes and leave you guys with my interview with the Windy City uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. I'm Poltergeist, and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's for free. Take a peek. Twelve cabins, twelve vacancies, twelve bodies, mother pray for me, I might go psycho occasionally, one body too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. No happy ever after, just chapter after, chapter after, chapter, massacre, make the ripper look like an amateur ambassador of the slashers, Michael. Lord of the dead, Lord of the dead, you can wake up in the coroner's bed, this is the hour for mourning and dread, drain all the blood that was stored in his head. All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread Won't protect you on your bed Nothing will from Pumpkinhead This is not a dream, baby This ain't Halloween, baby When I'm on the scene This is what we call a scream, baby Subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD So before we start on Black Phone... Yeah. Oh. I wa I want to ask you, have you seen the show? Uh, it's called Skinwalker Ranch on Netflix. No. I know I've seen you guys keep talking about it. Oh, so. my God. It is literally the same. This guy literally sounds like Boomhauer because half the time you're like, what is he saying? He's like, I'm going to go to the grand gamma rays. There's gamma rays here. Like. That's all you hear him talk about. There's a gamma ray and uh, there's basically these power lines is messing up with your vision. But look at that. There's UFO. And then there's like this cow 
that died on the farm. So they're trying to investigate what happened. First of all, they know that these animals are dying on the ranch and they're like, we keep animals to keep up with the land, uh, which I understand, you know, it's free range. Like they're not yeah. killing them or anything. They're not killing them, but like whatever the fuck it is, is killing them. Uh, but then they keep getting more fucking cows. Like you're basically, it's like an animal, uh, fucking horror movie. Like, come on in. The last to fucking survive the aliens from gouging out your eyes and shit. So like one just dropped dead and they're trying to investigate it. And they find out that I guess a cow is a chemical in their body that if they get scared enough, they could just die just straight out uh -huh. of fear. Like, so it's something with their stomach. There's a chemical that'll fill up their stomach and uh -huh. it'll just kill them automatically. And they're like, well, what killed the cow before that even happened? They got in these llamas. They got attacked by something I'm yeah. like a fucking wolf, like a big dog. Cause they're like, look at the camera. That, I don't know what that is. It's a creature. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's just a big wolf or a big tiger or something. I don't fucking know where they were at, but it was like a foresty desert land. <laughs> I'm not good at geography, but I'm guessing it was like a natural animal, but they were making it almost like these haunted houses shows where they're like, oh, did you guys hear that? You hear that sound? And it was like the rain. They were mm -hmm. literally being like, what scared this cow? I'm like, maybe the fucking massive murder that they like almost witnessed. Maybe that scared him. Or maybe that <laughs> monster of a wolf tried to murder him and instead gave the cow a heart attack. Like, why are you guys invest? I don't understand any of this. So they go and they look at the cameras. Don't they find a UFO? So. I'm not arguing that they did not find a UFO. I'm yeah. arguing that they're trying to say that a cow is just chilling, eating grass. He's just naturally going to look in the sky through a tree mm. above and through the tree because his UFO was very far away. Uh, yeah. Saw the UFO. And when the UFO moved from one spot to another spot, that's when the cow died. Interesting. And I was like, no. Do you guys Is it a just, reality show? It's like a documentary, I want to say, if you should call it that. Um, Is it's it basically, like a mockumentary? Yeah, mm, I don't know what it is, I'll be honest. It's so because basically the, the grounds is cursed because sure. they mistreated Native Americans and they on the grounds, yeah. so they cursed it. And skinwalkers is a, a like a Native American like ghost or like demon thing that, you know, keeps people away from the area. So I'm not yeah. sure where they're going with it. So I'm like, OK, is this about that or is this about UFOs? Like, what are you guys talking about besides fucking gamma rays? And then they keep talking about how everything is full of. uh He's like, there's a lot of gamma rays going on. And one guy goes, I have to leave because I had a lump in my fucking head and almost died last time. And then this time the guy had a lump in his finger and they couldn't explain it. And this whole time they're talking about digging a hole in the land to see what's underneath because they think there's basically UFO tunnels underneath this land. Um, 
but no one is allowing them to dig. And if they do dig, they'll dig like two scoops, scan for gamma rays, and then they'll be like, we didn't find anything. And I was like, well, if you think a big ass UFO is underneath of you all, I mean, two scoops of dirt isn't going to, you know, get you to the UFO there. But yeah, so we went and we carried on from Netflix, though, to I guess it's on Hulu or some shit. And we were watching it there. They still have not dug that fucking hole. We are (laughs) in a different season. They have not dug a hole in like. And they plus they've been warned. They had like a Native American priest come in and they're like, can you give us some prayers, please? They didn't even join in. The guy said, like, uh, I'm not the one digging on like cursed grounds. I think it would have been smart for you guys to join in. But uh, I mean, I get OK, I guess I'm just going to pray. And you guys, good luck. Like and just left. <laughs> I go at that point, I would have been like. Okay, guys, let's all leave. Um, This was a bad idea. Let's get the animals. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, and there's a security guard guy named Dragon. Mm -hmm. Of course. Oh, my God. I mean, it's it's you got to watch at least one episode because it's ridiculous. But uh, I found out the same guy is in the William Shatner show. It's called The Unexplainable. And the blonde hair guy talking about the gamma rays. He is also in that. Because I was like, oh, God, you can't get this guy's voice out of, out of your head the whole time. He's like mumbling. But yeah, I wanted to share that. I feel like cause... he's got chewing his, chewing his mouth. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, that ain't a game, Rose. I don't know what's going on here. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> I, I'm like, do you even know what you're looking for? You're like, I need. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Come on. Yeah, come on. Let's go. <laughs> yep. And these guys, like, they'll have professionals coming in to scan and they'll be like, we don't detect any gamma rays. And he goes, well, that's Skidwalker Ranch for you. You know, it's something one day, not another day. You know, I love watching like, you know, UFO stuff and documentaries. Uh, and I do believe in it. But like this, I don't. Is it yeah, cursed? By, yeah. Like, is it cursed by, you know, the day of Americans that you all fucked up? Probably. Is there like a demon trying to tell you guys to go fuck yourself? Probably. Is it aliens? No. The same thing as the Wendigo. That's very similar to what the, the Skinwalkers is. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing in Until Dawn. It's yeah. Very similar. Because I'm just like, no. I, the, and if you had a UFO underneath there, it, then dig. I dig the actual fucking hole. Just dig the fuck. There can't be... It can't be this hard to figure out if something's under under you. You know what I mean? Oh, they had course. a lot of drones, which I didn't understand. But eh, I'm not an alien expert, but, you know, that's me. Well, well you gonna... might be after you see Nope. Then he might be. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I'm going to go. I already have plans. I'm probably going to cheat on my friend Eric and not. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll ask him to go with me. But Eric, if you're yeah. listening, if you say no, I'm going without you anyways. Um, there's no business in nope. a movie. You say nope, I'm going to go see nope. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see it in IMAX because it was yeah. filmed in IMAX. Oh, that's I was like, I have to see it in the theater. I can't do the mm-hmm. uh, the wait. Wait for it no. on this one. 
I can, I, yeah, so, I'm excited so for even, it. Yeah, even if I can't get them to go, even though it'll be my birthday, so I should be able to guilt trip them anyway. I'm gonna yeah. see by myself. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm still gonna go. Florida's got some cool theaters, though. Well, Orlando yeah, did. I don't know if they're part of Florida. Did. No, no, they're up, they're up north. I mean, <laughs> I was, they're in a they're in a big city, so they. I mean, they yeah, might they be. might. I was gonna say because I mean, if you want to see a movie. I think all the Florida movie theaters are like this. I don't know why, but I, I think I went to another one. It's like double floored. Like it's almost like a like an actual theater. So That'd it's like, cool. yeah, like I've been to uh, Celebration, the creepy Disney village. One of these days I'm going to do a podcast on that. I'm I'm going to tell I'm going to talk about the Disney celebrity celebration town that a lot of people didn't even know existed because I lived there during the, I didn't live in celebration. I went to celebration and it's hated. Oh yeah. You, no, you told me about that. Yeah. A fucking scary Stafford wife, <laughs> creepy as fuck, but we uh, loved it because there was a movie theater there and uh, no one ever went. No I, one I ever wish went. They made, I wish they made more movies similar to Stepford wives. They do I love that kind of stuff. Wait. Oh my God. There's a new movie. I thought they remade Stepford Wives, but it's a new movie as like Stepford Wives. Um, I forgot who's in it and I forgot the name of it because I was in shock when I was like, oh, my God, cool. They remade Stepford Wives. And then they were like, no, it's a total different movie. But I'm like, uh-huh. but it's a couple that moves in to this town that is Stepford wifey. Because everyone's like, we got to behave a certain way and dress a certain way. And the husband's in his little group, the wife's in her group, and then she catches on. It's literally the same story as Stepford Wives, but it's not Stepford Wives. I have to find the name of this movie. But um, yeah, so yeah, there's a new one coming out. Didn't rewrite anything. They just renamed the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, we are going to review the Black Phone. So, yes, the down low Black Phone. There's a kid named Finney who is a 13 year old boy who is being held captive in a soundproof basement by a sadistic mask killer. When a disconnected phone on the wall starts to ring, he soon discovers that he can hear voices of the murderous previous victims. Um, first things first. The kid that played Finney almost resembles Ethan Hawke as a kid. And they named him I, Finney, yeah. which is like yeah, I, Finn. That, that's what was funny, because I wasn't sure like if the movie was going to be modern time. And I yeah. figured at the beginning, <laughs> I thought it actually was like it was just they were giving a backstory right? to Ethan like, Hawke's character. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it, it was there's no transition. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. This is the kid that gets kidnapped. Yeah. Okay. So that's an odd choice. (laughs) I was going to say that's not my I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one who saw that. And his name was Finney, which is like Finn because he played in great expectations in his character. He played Finn. And I've I've heard Mm. someone talk about this. It's very creepy. (laughs) They got a kid that looks like either Hawk Hawk as a, a child and then give yeah. him the name of a character he used to play. I don't know if it was like, like the fuck with our heads or I'm sure I'm sure it's on purpose. 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm sure Ethan sure. Hawk probably talked to him and they tried yeah. to come up with like little Easter eggs here and there. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that what's the next story? What's who's above millennials now? I'm at that age. It's Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z. I doubt that any Gen Z is going to get past the fact that this is what's her name's dad from Stranger Things um, to even know the other movies that he does. Uh, I used to love him oh, as a kid. It's, like, it's still dumbfounds, dumbfounds me that people are just now realize that Robin Hawks mom and dad is Uma Thurman Ethan Hawke I'm like Jesus Christ she looks identical she's identical to Uma I didn't know they had I didn't even know they were together unless I didn't know Uma Thurman had a kid they were together for years but yeah I was just like they're doing it well then they're doing it well because like it's not like publicly you know what I mean or at least like all over the place it was just like side topic but like the boys like uh Jack Quaid, that's on. Yeah. It. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but he, but it was, it hasn't been as bad as like <laughs> he hit. Uh, Aaron Moriarty did a TikTok, but there is someone paused it when Jack was smiling. Oh yeah. Never seen it more apparent mm-hmm. that yeah. he looks identical to his dad. Oh yeah, than when he's he got, smiles. He is all mouth. His like from yeah. the nose down. Actually, no. Yeah, it's like his eyes are the only thing that is not his dad. Like his whole bottom of his face. I caught it on right away when I watched the boys. Oh, I was man. like, it, and I go, that's yeah. gotta be what's his name's kid. I go, he literally looks like his mouth. It's a very distinct facial like feature. Yeah, it's, when it smiles, it's like that full like triangle, yep. and like I just can't even imagine like when he gets like like mid age, like forty oh, something. Oh God, he's gonna, he's look, gonna look so yep. much like him. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, sadly, his dad's yeah, just, weird now, but he I got him on uh, Instagram, so I could watch because I'm I caught up on the boys. Wait, scratch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, it is last finished. Week. Oh, that was the last, last episode. Week. Shit. Oh, Damn. so you're not caught up. No, I am. Oh. Because okay. they, they left at uh you don't want to spoil it if that's yeah, not no, what no, we're no. About. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, okay. I mean they leave us on the fucking cliffhangers. They're killing me oh, here. Of course they do. That's that's their job. Keep They're you coming back. Killing me. Wanting more. No shit. That in the fucking like Umbrella Academy and fucking Stranger Things. I can't I can't take this anymore. Okay? But I also don't oh. want to lose it because I lost Game of well, Thrones. I've never been well, right. We already since. know Stranger Things is ending. No. Yeah, one more season. It's it is. Oh, ending. they did say what they did say the one more season. Yeah. Yeah, it's one more season and then it's <sighs> it's gonna end. You know what? Yeah, it's, it's they are gonna make it a spin-off, which I mean, whatever. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if? We'll, we'll see how spinoffs happen. Uh, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I so the black so the black phone has this story where I mean it is I'm used to like action and gore, and if you're looking for that, it's not this movie. Um, because the kids are playing baseball, and first of all, I was wondering why this was even happening. So I'm like, but it was a very like random interaction with these two chill kids that I'm like, okay, one of them's going to be a victim because after this baseball game that Finney was pitching, he lost 
But this other kid, Bruce, from the other team goes up to him and is like, you got a solid arm, Finny. Like, that's solid. Mm -hmm. You almost had me. And he's like, thanks, Bruce. And then all of a sudden, the next day, Bruce is kidnapped by this guy called the Grabber. Um, He leaves black balloons or has black balloons in his van because he pretends to be a magician with a creepy mask. And I'm sorry to say, but if any kid that sees this dude in this devil mask and is like, oh, yeah, I'm a magician. Okay, yeah, I totally get it. Like, no, you're a fucking idiot. You deserve to get kidnapped. Like, seriously? Like, what part <laughs> of that was welcoming? Like, he's in a creepy black van that looks like free candy, please. That he whips out these black balloons not, not before that, he's got a creepy top hat with his creepy fucking just white devil mask on. And like these kids are just like, hey, what's up? You're all in your van. So uh, they go about the story where like, you know, everyone's like, oh, these kids are missing. It's the grabber, oh, the grabber. And uh, Finn has like this friend that also is like uh like you get these little interactions with these kids. Like he's got a friend named Robin and he kicks all the bullies up, beats them up for him. Mm-hmm. And he ends up being fucking kidnapped. And like during all of this, his sister is having uh, dreams like premonitions. Yeah. Oh, and like their dad, a looks like Charles Manson, but he's a drunk and he like beats the kids. So he's like beating his sister because when the cops were investigating uh bruce's sister told them that like hey amy finney's sister said that she had a dream about my brother and there was like some details about it it had a black balloon and the cops were like we didn't tell anybody about the black balloons how do you know this and she's like i just dreamt it i just get dreams so the dad beats the shit out of her and is like, your mama used to have dreams and look what it did to her. And mm-hmm. it was just very. Uh, I didn't know how to place any of this because I'm like, OK, you get baseball, this random interaction, this kid's kidnapped. Like, I guess it's the feeling that this kid is going to be next because all of his friends around him are getting kidnapped. But it was just very. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was just weird. And I didn't understand where the sister, why she was even predicting any of this. Well, it's just part of it. It's it's like that in all of Joe Hill's Stephen King stories. Like the kids just always have like an a psychic just, ability. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just it, it. It's not really something that needs to be explained. It's just what happens. It's she's just, she's just psychic. Oh. I uh, thought so when I saw the girl, though, and she started cussing. I swear to God, I uh, thought it was the same girl from Psycho Goreman. I had to look it up. It's a different girl. It. Yeah, yeah it, I can, I can <laughs> they kind of resembled each other. Like and the cursing like she was like, motherfucker, son of a bitch. I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Your parents are like, yeah, like, uh, yeah we're going to charge. We're going to charge extra. Yeah, right. I, uh. I'm pretty sure in grammar school I got called into the office for cursing, but I told them that I was Catholic and it was against my religion and they let me go. So <laughs> it worked out. Eh. This is what <laughs> happens in the 80s, guys. But like. 
So because all this is happening with the kids and the detectives and people are missing and they're like babysitting their drunk dad that is beating his psychic sister. And then Finney gets kidnapped and you see like the interaction of what the uh, the grabber does. And he drops mm-hmm. his groceries in a very like Michael Jackson voice, which is weird because he's like, oh, oh, I I I drop my groceries. Oh, you want to? I am a magician. You want to see a magic trick? And Finney's like, sure. Fucking weird, fucking dude. Like I know kids are getting. Yeah, like I know kids are getting kidnapped, and you're in a black van, and you got a creepy mask on. I trust you. Like, kind of deserves (laughs) to get kidnapped, but he gets kidnapped, and the grabber takes him into this basement that he soundproofed himself. Uh, this basement is. Bigger than most people's one bed bedroom apartments in Chicago, because there was like a hallway, a bathroom, a mattress. There's like a little window. Like, if you're gonna get kidnapped, this was like a pretty sweet deal. Um, you get breakfast in the morning, but he served like him like eggs and pop. But it was very weird. He like kidnapped him and said, "I'm not gonna hurt you. Would you like?" A, a pop and then he would go did you hear that what did you hear that is the phone ringing but it was weird because he was talking to um like how i talked to chewy like <laughs> mm-hmm. did you, you hear that you hear the you hear the phone ringing and then he just like walks out and then the phone actually rings um and when finney picks it up it ends up being like one of the dead kids uh oh yeah it was bruce first because he goes good arm you almost had me and he's Mm -hmm. like bruce yeah it is it's bruce and bruce is telling him uh not to go through the door because this is when the grabber went to go feed finney breakfast and then he left the door unlocked and finney's like going to leave and then the phone rings and he's like, oh, fuck freedom. I'm going to pick up this phone that is disconnected. He picks it up. It's a ghost boy, Bruce. And uh, he tells him not to go upstairs. It's a trick. And you see like the grabbers upstairs with his belt waiting for him to turn the corner to try to escape so he can beat him because he plays a game called Naughty Boy. Uh, Mm -hmm. I wish they would have picked a new name because anything with that, I don't know. When I think of Naughty Boy, I thought they were going to go towards a very weird sexual area. Like, I don't, it was like Naughty Boy, you got to play Naughty Boy. And then he was like, I'm just going to sit here and stare at you. It gave me very icky vibes in the beginning. And then I'm like, oh, he's just going to beat him with a belt. So it didn't seem, uh, that bad at that point but mm-hmm. the kid's like he's gonna bait you and you're never gonna forget it because that's what kills you is like i guess he beats him and shit what's the day goes on and he tells him i'm trying to think he tells him that there's a hole in the floor that he tried to dig to the other side so my question is so all these kids know that the uh the timetable you get kidnapped. He leaves the door unlocked. Or like, you know, get kidnapped, just sleep. 
feeds her breakfast. He leaves the door unlocked. You go upstairs and you get beat. All right. So knowing that that's the process, because now you're with the other ghost boys having like a, a ghost meeting about your deaths. You know that you have one night. Why would you tell this kid that there is a hole in the ground? And it wasn't even that deep at that point. And then Finney was digging and it's like, <laughs> you weren't going to ever get to the other side. But I mean, it makes sense in the ending now. But I mean, the idea was for him to dig to the other side to escape, but he couldn't do it. He didn't escape. But now he gets an extra day because he didn't go upstairs. And now the grabber keeps leaving that door unlocked, hoping that he goes upstairs. But every day he's getting a new phone call with another way to try to escape because then after that is uh there was another kid paper boy he he hid that wire underneath the wall and finney tried to escape through that little window unsuccessful mm -hmm. uh and who else was that then it was like that it was the bruce the crazy bully kid oh yeah the crazy bully kid he told him to make that hole into the wall, into the freezer. And that never happened. Uh, and then. No, no, he tried. He made the hole into the freezer. Oh, yeah. He couldn't like get out, though, because the freezer well, no, was like, locked. Yeah, it, it was it was all to help him get out by one like whole like grand gesture thing. It was all the different ways they tried to get out and failed. Well, yeah, in the, then, end, in the ending. But the process, I was like. Like, what the fuck? Like, they're fucking with this kid. Like, that was my that was going through my head is like, OK, like this movie's going slow because they're going to like they're purposely keeping this kid in the basement, driving him crazy. And they're going to like take his. So I was waiting for something fucked up to happen, but nothing happened because, like you said, they all just kind of work together. And that's how he like defeated the grabber was using all of their tools together and together they made Captain Planet and killed the Grabber as his sister finally talks her dad into believing her dreams or letting her, like, investigate into it. Uh -huh. uh, and then they find that house, which uh, he buried the bodies. And that's where his brother was staying is when the cops was doing that investigation. They had that guy that was doing blow. And he's trying to figure out the kidnappings. But in reality, it was his brother that was doing the kidnapping. Because uh, Also, fun, fun fact, the guy that played him is the one that played one of the, the adult kids in It. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, nice. Mm -hmm. He was the, uh, the cleaning one, the kid with the OCD, yeah. the inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> And so I was like, okay. So then he, so before the girl even, they figure out the house situation with the cops. He finds out, oh, wait, it's my brother's other house. It's probably where he's hiding the kids. He goes, he opens the door for Finney, and his brother then axes his head, which is literally the only killing you witness besides. The kid breaking the grabber's neck. Uh, that's it. He used his strong baseball arm to do that, by the way. Because they repeated mm -hmm. it. He was doing it. <laughs> and then, like, 
you see on the other side the cops finally come with the sister but in the wrong house and then you see Finny coming out of the house like I already killed the fucking guy and escaped like thanks uh, but the kids I guess dead bodies were found I don't know I mean it's just it's not my kind of movie I think that this movie is very love or hate like there isn't a lot of people that have a middle ground because when you look at reviews mm. it's either people like love it they dug it or people are just it's not my cup of tea like I've seen horns I appreciate mm -hmm. it. I appreciate this movie. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. I want to see some some murder happen. <laughs> I don't want to see the kids already dead. I want to see him getting murdered. Duh. Like there's a one kid that was just spinning around like a popsicle. And then. Uh, oh, yeah. His friend Robin was training him how to fight with the phone. Step back. Oh. Step front. And then hit. He was like training like Rocky. Step back, step front, and then hit. I'm like, okay, that's a weird move, but it worked because he ended up killing the grabber. And then, uh, movie was done. <laughs> but this also, is the way. yeah, this is the way. That did they purposely make his dad look like uh, Charles Manson, or was that just? It was probably just coincidence. Just natural. I don't know. I, I, and you didn't see a lot of the grabber. Like, honestly, he was sleeping or offering soda pop and breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, that's about yeah. it. I was expect. I don't know. I think it's because when I hear hype, I'm thinking like. This is the feeling I got when I watched Midsummer. When everyone was like, dude, Midsummer is like so fucked up and it's so ah, so crazy. It's so scary. And I was like, oh, man, I'm getting so ready for this. And I just think that I may be more fucked up in the head that uh, what I was expecting to be fucked up and what other people are expecting to be fucked up is two completely different things. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's weird to burn your asshole ex-boyfriend. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people wanted to do that at the end of this movie. But I mean, Black Phone. I feel like just a lot of people hyped it up to being what it wasn't going to be because they're like, oh, my God, it's just terrifying and frightening. And it's like, but that's what was terrifying and frightening about that. What was uh, probably the best part is watching that kid beat the living shit out of the other kid. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Ah, there you go. I can hear you. Yeah, that, that, I thought you were just ignoring me because I was, I was responding. Oh my Who are God. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what happened. Your, uh, your thing stopped. I muted you. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and fuck this movie. What's, what were you saying then? Repeat what you were well, saying so you couldn't hear you. Well, what I, I was saying, I, I love the movie. So what did like, you, what I, I parts like, did you like? You like, though, well, um, I like that. I like the type of storytelling. Okay. It's like, it's like it, it is a terrifying movie when it's, it's just, it's just because it doesn't have like blood and monsters. It's like, it's probably more terrifying than fucking like scream or like Jason or anything. It's because like this happens a lot. You're like, you're like this. And it's like, and it's like the fact that he legitimately killed multiple kids and there's nothing anyone could do about it. He did. My question is, yeah. so, um, 
these kids were talking about the other side and where we're at. And he was talking very cryptic about this is what has to happen. But like they're like, they're, what's happening and where are these kids? You know what I mean? Like what they didn't explain like any of that. Well, it's that's it's it's like that in all of Stephen King's and like Joe Hill's stories. It's like some of that, like like the afterlife and kids with like powers and stuff never gets explained because it's not really a plot point. It's just like you just accept it. You just accept. I can't accept it. <laughs> well, it's like that's what I'm saying because if people just want everything explained to them, then it just takes away from the overall story. Uh I mean, so because the, the, the story is about a kid finally standing up for himself. And that's what the whole thing was about. Like that kid was a, was getting pushed around by everybody. He's getting pushed around by his abusive father, being pushed around by the bullies. And then it, it took him essentially getting kidnapped, yeah, and almost dying, <laughs> that he finally st- stood up for himself. Maybe maybe people should show their kids this movie to be like, hey. People are pushing you around. Do something now before you get kidnapped and then have to learn a lesson. All right. You don't want to end up like this kid, Mr. Finney. But so I heard some people were thinking because of the mask, I think, and the fact that he was kidnapping kids before this movie came out. Some people were kind of fucking around with the idea that this was like a connection to Sinister. Like this is what happens to the hawk. Yeah, like, or then this is what happens to the kids. I was like, "That's no. this is no. stupid." I know this because is, that's the same actor doesn't mean yeah. it's connected. Yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets the explorer like clown fucking car, and they go into space. Yeah, <laughs> Every like, no. Ethan Hawke movie, just like they do. Oh, I love Explorers, by the way. Best fucking yeah. movie. Best movie. My favorite movie as a kid. I could still rewatch that thing. I still want to make hmm. a space show. A lot of a. Uh, a uh, clown loop de loo carny ride. That's like the best. But uh I mean honestly I for my own taste, this is gonna probably be extreme rating, but I'm gonna probably just give it a two, but that's cause it's just stop my cup of tea. Yeah, you don't like that type of yeah. stuff. I I like psychological horror and thriller stuff like that. Yeah. I was like that's why we have two reviewers cuz I like if you want me to watch someone get gutted, man, I'm going to give you like a 8 star, 8 stabby. I'm like you try to get me to have a I don't know. I want to see death. I don't want to be emotionally thinking anymore, not in this world. I don't want to use my brain. Yeah. I need I need a braincation. But what would you uh what would you rate black phone? 5 a five I figured a five a five stabby. Well then and I I love the way Ethan Hawk was in it. He's amazing. Like, he's an amazing he's, actor he's matter so, what he does. He's so good at that character stuff like that. Yeah. He is. He's a a, a and, very and like, like way, character like, actor. Like, and the way he kidnapped him was so cool. It was it was so like it it just smooth. Yeah. It's like he dro- he drops his shit, he acts all innocent. And then he gets bam, him to black loons. <laughs> yeah, he gets them to come in. The second they bend over to pick up that stuff, he throws the balloons up in the air so it covers up what he's doing, grabs the kid, tranks them, or puts your gases them, throws them in the van and drives hey, away. You know what? It's like, if, it's like Jesus, bro. Props to props to the grabber for the, multiple times he's done this. 
drive around in a small town in a very noticeable creepy black van with right? in public oh. with a creepy mask while publicly people are being kidnapped and people are searching and yet no one has any clue what's going on like they're like yeah we don't know where this guy's at we're we're still investigating i'm like maybe you should check the creepy black van with the no windows that's driving around your neighborhood um Mm -hmm. especially with the guy with the top hat and the devil mask (laughs) i'm just saying he might hail satan he might uh be bad news bears (laughs) i'm not an investigator but and i get it it was like you know the 70s because like after watching like the Gacy documentaries, you forget that back then they didn't have like the materials we have or the Internet or any kind of technology, really. So they had to do it by foot. But yeah. I'm sure because, you know, in a small town, people talk. So like, I'm pretty sure no one noticed this van. Not a single person. Not a single person. But again, you know what? The Ice Cream Man, that horror movie, he was driving around and people were getting chopped up and fed body parts and they didn't notice either. So that's the only time I could say, thank God we live in 2022. (laughs) No no one's getting fed body. Well, I don't know. We are kind of getting fed body parts sometimes. Not me. I mean, I don't know. I so we're definitely going to review. Nope. That that is mm-hmm. a that is going to be a must. Uh, in August, there is a lot of movies coming out. So August 5th, the horror movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is coming out with. Uh, Which is 824. Yeah, yeah. It's already getting trashed. Yeah, that's so I feel like there's a new genre of the gen the Gen Z horror genre. So we have slashers like we have the types of 90s horror. We're starting to develop the Gen Z horror, which is let's play a game. We're going to not think about the process of the game or the name of it. And we're going to make a horror movie about how this game is real, because there's a lot of new horror movies that are literally just this. Um, I don't. Why would they name it bodies, bodies, bodies? Why would they? I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out. This is the game developer. And I'm like, could you guys? I don't know. (laughs) Figure out a better game name, at least, or. Make maybe you could have used Ghost in the Graveyard. That's basically what you're playing in this fucking movie. I saw the coming previews. Oh yeah, and what's his name? Uh, that's dating Kim. Uh, uh-huh. Pete Davidson. What, what's her fuck is uh in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I like him. His humor. It's very sarcastic and dry. Uh. Mm-hmm. It's like having Paris Hilton in a horror movie. I'm sure he's going to be the first to die. And if not, it'll probably be a bad move. But uh, yeah. 
That's who's there. Mm hmm. I mean, maybe they'll surprise us. It's going to be best movie of the year. I'm just saying it's going to be. Yeah, people are going to be like, fuck the movie. Nope. Have you seen bodies, bodies, bodies? This is. Hell yeah. This is work, man. This is incredible. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be reviewing Bodies by Bodies and Nope for August. Uh, also, uh, C2E2, I'm going to have some stuff from C2E2. I'll have it posted on Patreon, though. Uh, I won't be able to do any interviews since I only have a professional pass, not a press pass. Because, uh, oh. you know, yeah, they're being stingy. They don't have a million followers, but... Yeah, follow us on our Patreon page, and uh, we're gonna give you guys a interview of the Winnie City Chicago Gus Gusbusters Ghostbusters, and I go to have their info attached to this episode, um, which is about two hours long. But don't worry, the interview is only like uh, fifteen <laughs> minutes, so. <laughs> but it's interesting uh they talk about their costumes where they're going to be next all their info how you could join them if you want to be part of the you know ghostbusters and it'll be interesting so we will see you guys in august yeah stay stabby i'm stealing bob by the way bob gave me that stay stabby i'm stealing it from bob from bob after dark yeah it, it was That's so catchy i gave it to you he did. He said I could yeah. take it, so I'm taking it. So stay stabby. I don't. It sounds <laughs> so uppity, though. I feel like uh, what did I say last time? Oh, we'll give you guys some more horror and gore. See, I take a month off. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. It's because Bob's catchphrase was so good. See, Brendan, yeah. you could do that. Just say stay, stay, stay stabby. stay stabby. Yeah, say it now. Say stay stabby. Stay stabby. Oh man, that is perfect. That is uh is that was that was great. Um oh, okay. I'm gonna save that into a sound file and play that. Stay stabby. I'll <laughs> uppity about it. Yeah, yeah, stay stabby. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh have more horror gore for you guys in uh August. And of course, if any of you guys I'm gonna self-promote myself. If you guys are following the AFMG Cafe. We are a horror based vegan donut board game pop up in Milwaukee. Uh, I have a few game uh, events coming up. Also more markets. So you guys could meet me in person buy my donuts. And uh, yeah, I don't expect anyone wanting to take photos or anything because that's weird. But, you know, I'll, I'll autograph a donut box for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll autograph my balls for you guys. It'll be nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, our new flavor is Ashes Blueberry Balls. So, yeah, we're selling Ashes uh, Blue Balls. So if you guys were ever wondering <laughs> what Ash from Evil Dead's balls taste like, it tastes like there a gluten-free vegan donut, blueberry donut covered in white chocolate. So that sounds delicious. I don't enjoy balls, but I would eat those. So we're gonna <laughs> leave on that note. I hope you guys enjoy our Windy City Ghostbusters interview, and we will see you guys in August. 
Hey everybody, this is Liz. I'm at the Fan Expo here with Bob, who I found out today that I actually know and I've been talking to this whole time. <laughs> Hello, Bob. So um, this is stabby time. We usually do reviews for horror movies, but Ghostbusters is a horror movie, right? Like we could agree on that. It is a horror comedy sci-fi movie. Yes. Yes, it's it's everything wrapped in one. So you guys are part of the Windy City Ghostbusters. Um, it's a Chicago land group. So do you guys do events in other areas besides Chicago land? The greater Chicago land. So as far north as like Lake County up on the border of um, like we just did something in Wonder Lake all the way down to like Northwest Indiana stuff. So it's I want to say like the greater Chicago land <laughs> tail end of Kenosha tail end of like Whiting, Indiana. So we crossed okay. that entire area. So that is a big area. Um, and you guys, start, so you guys started doing this for charity events and you're doing a charity event today. So we do, uh, we, the team started off in 2013. It's been a charity organization since the inception. Yeah. We can wow. dress like the characters from the movies and get to have fun, <laughs> but, and, you know, on top of the fun, and like I get to have like dressing up. I also get to raise money yeah. for the La Robitas Children's Hospital at the end of the day too, which That's means awesome. a lot to me. So um, say someone did want to help them through you guys, how could they do that? Help the charity? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they can reach out to us. Uh, we have uh, a QR code like on all of our social media. Okay. You go on there, it links right to our like donate page, which we just got registered as a 501c3, which nice. is really exciting. Congrats. So we are official <laughs> government recognized nonprofit. That's awesome. So we, we, you can find us all on social media, Windy City Ghostbusters. You could donate straight through us and we get the money you know quarterly over to the uh to the children's hospital awesome so so you started in 2013 so how many members do you have right now 60 60 members All right, that's a rough estimate anywhere between 50 and 60 i don't know the exact number wow. but somewhere between that okay that that is crazy that is amazing so my question is it says movie accurate all right so I see your proton pack. It is intense. And I see that. Do you have working lights on yours? Or yeah, my everyone... battery's dead because I'm a good member. Oh, yeah. I, I am the best vice president of the team yeah. ever where I remember to charge my batteries. Yeah. You're like, I don't need batteries. That's you know, there is, we're a very interesting group. So we do screen accurate. Like if you saw us, you know what it is. We have the yeah, gear, we have yeah. the cars, et cetera. But the cool thing about Windy City is you don't need to be a hundred percent accurate to join the team. Awesome. You don't need, you don't need a one, a scale one, one proton pack Our bare minimum. If you want to be a buster is mm -hmm. boots, a flight suit, a belt and patches, or if you're, you know, awesome. some a flight suit equivalent, I guess. Yeah. So my, my, other question was how do people sign up for you guys like, so we do we do have a rookies program uh you 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 let us know on facebook hey or whatever you're using for social media reach out to us say hey i'm interested in becoming a member of your team mm -hmm. um we get there's a joe gagliano who runs our membership like our hr team okay. they they he reaches out he gets you all set up in the rookies program you do four events and then you're voted on if you're awesome. you know a good person or not and typically yeah. <laughs> you are shitty get out no get out no we're we're most of the, i'll tell you what most of the time when people reach out they're they're good folk and we, we're very happy about that that's awesome uh so my other question is what got like what made this happen like what did go how did ghostbusters and this like give birth 
I wasn't around back then. So the community, okay. the community has been around for as long as like the nineties has not Windy city, obviously, yeah. but there's Ghostbuster groups all over the world yeah, that yeah. all do stuff similar to what we do. So, I mean, the community has been around. I can tell you Windy city started with a group of um, improv actors and nice. stage, per- <laughs> stage performance folk who was, you know, just doing the, you know, doing this, it was a lot of fun for them and they yeah. raised some money here and there and it's good for them. And then, the team exploded in popularity over the years. And, you know, since then I, this is my going on seventh or eighth year being, wow. being on the team. And now I'm the vice president and it's That's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, that is you. super awesome. So my next question is how long did it take for you to make that proton pack? I've had this pack for seven years and I'm still working on it seven years <laughs> later. So you know, and my, my pack is, my pack's interesting. It's got an interesting backstory. So mine, mine breaks a lot. So there's always something <laughs> to fix, but I'll show you when we're done recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, my pack's also unique because I have an autograph on there from pretty much everybody from that's ever worked on the Stop. film. Minus Bill Murray and Harold Ramos. Oh my God. I would die to see Bill Murray. That's like my. I met him. I met him twice. Uh, I was at the uh, New York premiere of Ghostbusters Afterlife in New York City. I met him there and I met him. He did a concert in Chicago several years ago. I went to do that and I met him twice. Yeah, he's he's a, he's an interesting cat. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> I've met him several times. He's as lovely as lovely gets. Um, Ernie Hudson, he's great. Ivan Reitman, bless his heart, he's gone now. Yeah. But met yeah. him several times. He's a sweetheart. He, well, he still is. Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> that's just how that band out. So no, it, wow. you know, I met a lot of cool people through the community, and I've got to travel from coast to coast doing this. So I've done events out in New York City, all the way out in LA. I was going to ask you that because I mean. I know like I do events in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and I know several 5 million people that would love for you guys to come. So now like you guys have cars too? We do. So there are five, (laughs) five vehicles in the fleet. Wow. Um, all, you know, that we could travel to that's, you know, the, the, the cars are pretty scattered throughout where our locations are. Yeah. So they, you know, if you're up in, let's say Lake County, Illinois, we have ghostbusters Mm -hmm. that live up there that are able to make more events than let's say you book something closer to like the South side or the city goes there too. So it kind of works out where, how the, the way it's kind of scattered about. You guys are like a ghostbuster mafia. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> ah, I want to go that far. Yeah, but we, no, we no. Do, they're not going to break our, your knees or anything. No, 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 <laughs> no, absolutely not. But we yeah. do. We have members scattered all throughout Chicagoland and it just kind of pans out because, you know, corporate events or something mm-hmm. like that to come up cons, parades, et cetera, yeah. birthday parties, typically wherever you are in that line, wherever you're wherever you fall down that like scope of things, we might, we should be able to make it out to your event. That's perfect. Uh, so my question to you is what got you in the Ghostbusters? Like what made it just, I mean, I'm a big nerd. I have a video of me dancing to the Ghostbusters song as a kid. Oh Maybe man, you could have fooled, you could have fooled me. You could have fooled me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big, big fan. Uh, but my question is what got you into like Ghostbusters? You know the what I mean? hobby or the fandom? The fandom and the hobby. The fandom, man, one of my first experiences of watching a movie that I can remember was watching Ghostbusters 2. I remember I remember watching that movie like (laughs) tiny, tiny Bob mode, you know, and I uh, I grew up with it. And I, you know, I remember watching like extreme Ghostbusters, the cartoon in the 90s. I was hooked on that. Yeah, that was the best cartoon. Oh, 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 my God. 
that that was like my show you know i i remember yeah. watching that because i was i'm not old enough to remember like ghostbusters and real ghostbusters coming out so Start. i had <laughs> oh you're fine <laughs> so ghostbusters 2 and extreme ghostbuster and don't get me wrong i watched those too but yeah. like i remember my exposure was gb2 and extreme ghostbusters yeah and you know you grow up in it and you watch it and you you're it's one of those movies that you can go back and like how do I put like you can go back and it's a timeless classic. You yeah, know? you can I can quote the it. movie. And so long story <laughs> short, I had a friend at the time who got involved in Ghostbusters by he traded stuff to get a proton pack. It's a long story. <laughs> and he was like, oh, dude, we should do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I could get a couple laughs and a good Halloween yeah. costume out of it. And then. <laughs> It starts off as a Halloween costume, and then you fall down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I feel like that is with any kind of cosplay situation. Like, yeah, you're like, ah, oh, Ren Fair. Let me try this out like once, and all of a sudden you got like swords on your wall. And... Yeah, that's. I started with I'm going to do this as a Halloween costume, and it'll be the last yeah. Halloween costume I'll ever need. And, and then, then nope. And then nope. I uh, you know, I can, <laughs> now I help one of the I you know, one of the biggest teams in the country I'm the vice president of, and I'm very proud of that. That's nuts. So I'm going to ask you a very, well, I feel like I'm going to know this answer now that you asked, uh, gave me the answer to that question. If you were to choose your favorite and your least favorite Ghostbuster movie, no judgment here, what would it be? I don't have an answer because all four <laughs> Ghostbuster films have been, I don't know. You you might get some. You might get some flack on this from your fans. <laughs> I like a Ghostbusters twenty sixteen answer to the call. It's it's yeah. not ghost. It's not Ghostbusters one or two, but it's made in a different yeah. era, in a different yeah. form of humor, and I like it for <laughs> what it's worth. It has its own merits. I don't sit down and watch Ghostbusters answer the call and expect to get the same experience yes. as if I got yeah. like Ghostbusters one or two, whatever. I you know what I mean? Like I I. I, each one has its own merits. Each one has its own yeah. different like thing. So each film has its mm. own. So I can't tell you which one's the least or favorite because yeah. I like them all. <laughs> That's I, a good answer, though. Absolutely. So what? Uh, how do you feel about what they're doing with the new? I love what they're doing with the new Ghostbusters. But like, what's your opinion on it? Like, how do you? Oh, I'm fine with it, 100. percent I'm a big fan of what they did with Ghostbusters. You know, Afterlife. Yeah. I got you know. I, I cried. Oh my I've God, seen I the cried. movie. That's the most, that's the most amount of times I've seen a movie in theater. I saw it five times in five different Holy experiences. Crap. Yeah. That's I wish I saw it in theater, but man, I did. I cried so hard. Yeah. Like, try being in the same room as like Dan Aykroyd and Bill yeah, Murray no. watching a movie. I sobbed no, oh, heavily. It's it, nostalgia at another level to where i would just have a stroke I yeah couldn't, i couldn't i and you know <laughs> at, at that time my uh this is more of a personal thing but at the time i was losing my father mm -hmm. and um you know uh, it's it holds a different meaning to me now because my father's gone yes and at the time he was you know at the time there was problems when that movie came out and mm -hmm. i knew the time was limited i had with them so that movie hit home in a whole nother way for me so, and i just that's why i think i lost it you know and it's yeah <laughs> it's the moment and i just really appreciate the movie for what it is like i love it you know yeah that's i i totally get that too because i mean even like dan Aykroyd, i'm from chicago my family watched blues brothers it's like yeah you connected it. it's almost like he's like another dad figure you know what i mean oh it's absolutely like tears just automatic 100 yeah, percent uh i that's all the questions i have for you this is amazing 
anyone no you're uh, amazing you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing can i, I plug love- my podcast on your show now yeah dude if you guys are away. into the paranormal you should check out yes. bob after dark that's what i do for my full-time living when i'm not here yeah dude. i i, I move from i move from <laughs> ghostbusters into paranormal podcasting and investigating all you're that you're living jazz. the dream you're living most people's dreams. Yeah. People tell me that a lot. People tell me that a lot. But I get to play Ghostbuster in like fantasy world. Yeah. And then I get to play Ghostbuster in reality. So it's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. Oh, see, you're, you are living the dream. Thank you again for letting no, me. thank you. <laughs> you're far away now. By the way, we are like, we're, wait, we're by Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman and yeah, Ryan Hurst. And, we're we're uh, borrowing the- their tables, but we have to go far away because of the feedback. So people are trying, trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. But <laughs> this was awesome. I'm going to give you guys more uh, visuals on this on our Patreon, and we're going to get videos of all your costumes. I can't wait to look at that Proton Pack after this. Yeah. And uh, again, you guys have the websites. We'll get the links and I'll repost it on the info Absolutely. page yep. for everybody. Thank you guys for listening in. We're going to continue with this uh, adventure into Fan Expo. And thank you again for the Witty City Ghostbusters. Stay stabby. Yes. Thank you. Look at you. Did you enjoy all the gory details? Come listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and Spotify. See you soon.